Hello and welcome to the Intentional Clinician Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Krauss, Licensed Professional Counselor. Due to popular demand, we are having Dr. Nicole Kane, a naturopathic doctor with a master's in clinical psychology, back to the podcast. And this time, she's brought along with her Happy Healthy Hadley. Hadley is an expert on Ayurveda and building healthy habits. Together, Dr. Nicole Kane and Hadley have a podcast called Holistic Inner Balance, the Natural Mental Health Podcast. And I've got to tell you, I've been listening to these episodes and they are phenomenal. One of the main elements they like to cover on their podcast is the fact that they're working on merging modern science with ancient wisdom. And the podcast, Holistic Inner Balance, the Natural Mental Health Podcast, is your go-to resource for natural mental health and wellness strategies to become the expert of your own emotional and physical well-being. And what I've, what I've even heard is that uh, they have different programs and uh, ways for people, they really want to empower people to become their own advocate in the health world. So I'm very excited to talk to Dr. Nicole Kane and Hadley about what is holistic mental health. Um, What does that even mean, and how are they working uh, on providing this education to people, and how are they working with clients, and what are they doing in the world of mental health and the natural side of things? And they say on their website, the heart of this podcast is to teach you how to be your own natural mental health expert, although there may be dabbling in other topics as well, they say, to uncover and discover and come back to your truest self. You can expect these conversations to be filled with fun and laughter while shedding light on the amazing wisdom at our fingertips. And I'll have to tell you, it is a tremendous conversation. I learned so much about uh, what it means to work with people in a holistic manner and to empower them with all sorts of different tools. So I really think you're gonna enjoy this podcast. Hey, let's get to the interview. Welcoming to the Intentional Clinician Podcast, I have Dr. Nicole Kane and Hadley of Happy Healthy Hadley. They are the hosts of the Inner Balance Natural Mental Health Podcast, and they are creators of many online and in-person programs for people seeking education and solutions for their health that go beyond the norm. Well, ladies, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. We're excited. It is my pleasure. I mean, I've been just loving your podcast, Holistic Inner Balance and Natural Mental Health Podcast. I just don't think there's much else out there like it. I mean, to be honest, there's lots of coaches and different people writing sort of the same words on their podcast. But when I listen to your podcast, I hear science, I hear conversations, I hear actual... Uh, training that you both have and that you you have an expertise um, that goes beyond sort of the rah-rah coaching thing and brings uh, brings in something, I think, really unique. So uh, with that, I know we'll t- I'll have in the links. I mean, you have so many like free things and like these online programs and um, live programs you do and recorded ones and personal care. But I want to just ask you a little bit about this whole like term holistic health and you know what got you both interested in that and what what in the world is holistic health can i start i have a a thought sure. that i want to share to that absolutely so, my training is clinical psychology and then integrative medicine naturopathic medicine and so i've been exploring all of mental health and physical health from those perspectives but there was really a gap in my experience and my training and my pursuit of education of 
the the study of habits and behavior motivations and the study of Ayurveda. And I was feeling this sense of like I was in cruise control and there were limitations. And then one day, a friend of mine named Brandon told me, hey, you need to meet this Hadley person. And <laughs> it was like complete kinetic energy. And it was such a marriage of expertise. And it felt so holistic in what she was bringing to the table with her passions and expertise, which happened to be the things that I was very much missing and wanted to share with people, but just didn't have the experience or passion behind it with all of the cool stuff that I'm doing. And so when we when we met, it was just like, just incredible energy. I'm very vata. And that's a an, it's a dosha in Ayurvedic medicine, which tends to be characterized by lots of ideas and distractibility and excitement. And then Hadley has this like this kind of pitta, which is like the fire to keep it going and keep it interesting and keep it exciting. And um, Hadley, I feel like you're also very grounding because you've done so much work to like keep yourself in a healthy state of balance. And so I, I feel also have like a lot of kapha too. Yeah. Is, it's yes, definitely lots of kapha involved as well. <laughs> so beautifully tridoshically balanced. And so when we were, I was doing my podcast originally by myself and I asked Hadley, I was like, please be my partner in this amazing adventure. And we talked about it for a while and came up with the name holistic inner balance because our our collective passion, our mission is to help you, the listener, to treat yourself the whole person, not just from the shoulders up or just in your gut or just in your muscles, but rather your entire being, mind, body, and spirit, and to help you have balance. And balance in our, our hope and our heart of hearts is so that you can live such a life that it obliges wonderment in those who look at you, that it's joyful and magical and sparkly. And so before we kind of get into like the whole philosophy of what it means in terms of just like execution of our modalities and our training, I just needed to interject in there really quickly about the team of Happy Healthy Hadley and myself, Nicole. Oh, you're so sweet. I, I'm just so, so grateful to be able to be, have this partnership with Dr. Kane. It's been so incredible and every time I talk about it I just light up <laughs> it's like yeah, one of the most part same. most fun parts of my life right now is this podcast and getting to collaborate um and collaborating on our Ayurveda mini course as well um and we can talk about that a little bit more later but um but yeah it's been this really cool um you know we just we balance <laughs> each other out so well um and the word balance, I just want to bring a little bit of that into this conversation because um, I think a lot of times people uh, people think of balance as this thing that they're just supposed to achieve and it's supposed to be static. They think of it like a teeter-totter and it's supposed to just be like straight across all the time. And I look at balance more of like a dance where it's, you know, you're always finding, finding some sort of balance and maybe the teeter totter, someone pushes down on the teeter totter. And so, okay, let's try to, you know, we're coming back to a, um, a place of equilibrium and it doesn't ever have to look like, uh, that straight across, <laughs> uh, teeter totter. There are so many things in our lives that happen. We can kind of, um, 
again, look at it like more of a dance and, uh, um, uh, less of a rigidity, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like a dynamic, you're thinking of balance, like a dynamic process instead of a static wave being. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I like that. And I think that brings up kind of like, how do you balance yourself and how do you dance and how do you, how are you aware that you might be imbalanced? And so I think this is a good way of bringing out both of those words in the introduction and, um, you know, holistic inner balance. So, and then of course the second part, which is the natural mental mental health podcast. So let's just, let's just go a little bit more with like this, the balance part. And I heard also a bunch of doshas talked about, which is Ayurvedic medicine that you guys kind of just like threw around. And I don't know if people know what those words are in English and what they mean. So, um, I know I have had an Ayurvedic practitioner on here before, um, who was a 30 something year practitioner. So some people might've heard his episode, uh, Charles Goodman, but in the meantime, let's not go totally into Ayurveda, but just a little bit about uh, a little dip in the water about balance and maybe uh, why you talked about those uh, Ayurvedic doshas as we go into what is holistic health. So yeah, I'd love to hear about that. Can I interject again? I'm just so yeah. I'm just asking both of you today. Yeah, and so I want to I want to echo actually what you were saying, Hadley, in your definition of balance and take it beyond like the pretty theoretical and like grounded in some science here because what you're saying yes please. Is, that's like my jam, right? And so yes. the, the science actually echoes what you're saying about balance being a dynamic process. And so a really great example is heart rate variability, where our heart doesn't just pick a rhythm like a metronome in a healthy, optimal state. It doesn't just pick, you know, 60 beats per minute and stay at exactly 60 beats per minute like a musical metronome, but rather in a state of optimal health, we see that that's kind of like fluid where your heart rate may speed up as you inhale, it should slow down as you exhale. It's it's constantly just flowing and equilibrating with whatever's happening in your internal system and your external environment. And we're able to actually measure this and use it as an objective metric for a person's autonomic nervous system health. And, you know, so as you're talking about holistic inner balance, we can look at holistic inner balance as a state of being. We can look at it as a state of mindful presence, as emotional well-being. And we could also look at it from a, a cardiology and a neuroscience standpoint of what's actually happening in our body when it is able to be fluid and dynamic. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, and to bring in to bring in the doshas, <laughs> um, basically, I'll just very briefly kind of, we don't have to dive super deep into that. If you want to learn more about the doshas and everything, we've got some podcasts on that, that you can listen to, but, um, but basically Ayurveda is all about balance. Um, and again, in this dynamic form, which is, um, not static. Um, and I love that, that idea of, the very tangible idea of heart rate variability, because I think that's very, um, it makes it very accessible for people to be like, Oh yeah, this is actually happening in our, in our physiology. Um, and so with the doshas, the doshas are basically, um, based on the elements of, so I like to do it on my hands because there's five different elements. So 
we've got ether or space, air, which is kind of like wind, fire, water, earth. And so basically we are all made up of all of the elements and it's sort of like, you know, it's a metaphor where we don't have dirt in our, (laughs) you know, I mean, it's sort of a metaphor. It's sort of also real because we do have space in our bodies. We do have liquids in our bodies. We do have, you know, physical, uh, we are earth, right? Um, We have carbon of course, which is, you know, exactly. A lot of, that's what earth is made. A lot of earth is made (laughs) out of. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's, it's, it's metaphoric, but it's, which is more of the subtle aspect. And then it's also actually real, which is the tangible aspect. Um, but so essentially Ayurveda is, there's a lot of different parts of Ayurveda, but to, to distill it into a really easy to understand form, I would say that, um, Ayurveda is, well, it's an ancient Indian health science that's been around for like at least 5,000 years, they, they think. Um, and it's all about how do we balance out all of the imbalances that we have. And so those imbalances happen from these different elements being out of balance within uh, the doshas. And so vata is made up of air and ether. Uh, Pitta is made up of fire and water. And then kapha is made up of water and earth, which is like mud. And so, um, so when we have all of these things, they can go out of balance. So we all have all of the elements some of us have more of, we're born with more of certain elements, but the most important part here to me as a coach is to help people with the imbalances of those doshas. So I don't super care what someone's original dosha is because they could have an imbalance of any of the other ones. And so, um, and so balancing those things out, we can do that physically. We can do it mentally and we can do it spiritually. And so that's, you know, that's sort of the Ayurvedic perspective of, of holistic inner balance, um, and how to have a human body. Yeah. Yeah, And the the whole person, the whole person approach has so many tools in which to do that. And so we have Ayurveda, which has been around since most modern, all modern medicine. It's uh, what, 2000 plus years old. Hadley. Yeah. And so when we're looking, we're thinking of a whole person approach. I think this is really challenging the modern systems-based approach to medicine that we have, where your psychiatrist is sort of the shoulders up, your gastroenterologist is looking at your gut, but maybe you have gut anxiety and when you have panic, you get diarrhea. And so then what do you do? Um, and, and so when we're thinking about holistic inner balance is we have all of these wonderful tools to help us to assess somebody in what ways they may be uniquely out of balance and then looking at their symptoms as clues as to what unmet needs there are, whether I my body needs detox or my body needs sunshine or it needs more red blood cells or it needs more oxygen or love. And it gives us strategies to actually help a person from that whole person perspective. And so, you know, we use the term holistic. I think that it's been sort of bogarted in a sense by natural medicine, where I kind of look at it more as we're looking at the whole mind, body, spirit. We're looking at the whole person, which doesn't just mean natural medicine. It could also mean, you know, traditional Western medicine. Right. And so with that being said, I think that's what I was hearing coming through in your programs and your podcast was that you didn't just pick something as a specialist, 
right? And you have different special programs like anxiety and different things like this. But using Ayurvedic, like you said, is obviously a lot of it's metaphorical, but it shows you signs of what we actually need to shift. And then what you said, Nicole, was using all of these different tools available, mind, body, spirit, physical. So let's use labs and testing, which I know you're huge into the science of it, but let's also like use therapy and like let's use different um, social programs and different things. So we're trying to meet the person where they're at, which I think is hard to find. I do think a lot of people go to their primary care doctor and, uh, and not to rip on them because they do a great job. But what I've, I've seen is it's like screening to make sure you're not currently dying faster than normal because we're all dying slowly. But it, w- what it's saying is that you're not acutely dying, so you're fine. Um, and if that, it, but if they find something wrong, you know, like, oh my gosh, you need to go to a specialist. You need to go to this person, this person. That, and the next thing you might have four or five doctors being confused over what they're supposed to be the specialist about. Sometimes it's easy. You broke your toe go to the podiatrist. Okay. Thank you, doctor. You just, it's like a directing traffic here, but you know, oftentimes, you know, for acute issues like broken bones and some like obvious disease or whatever, it's good to, you know, go to your regular doctor. But what I think people are, are seeking is like, I want care. I want some, some personalized care. I want education. I want to know more about what's going on holistically. Why is this thing over here affecting me over here? I feel like it's not just this simple answer. And so what I'm hearing with holistic health is it's the whole body, which it, which takes a lot of time, which is probably why you've developed so many um, training courses and the holistic wellness collective um, that you told me about where you can learn all about these different modalities every week. And so I guess that being said, I think what the cool thing is, I, th- I see you both as sort of detectives of balance, like where what is really going on? What is beneath the surface here, which is different than all these, you know, coaches that popped up online. I know that Dr. Kane had been doing online stuff since, I don't know, 2015 or something, maybe 2014. But then during the pandemic, what happened is uh, I-, I noticed that there was about 5 billion online doctors <laughs> and coaches. Yeah that all purported to like help me feel better. And it it all sounds like the same thing. They're like, you can find your, are you stuck? Call me. It's like, what? That's the therapist line. First of all, take that out. But it, it, it seems like people have this great idea to help, but a lot of, not a lot of these online coaches were very educated. Or what I also saw was a lot of like doctors, like, um, uh, kind of getting on this like testing model thing where they're like, send us your urine and we'll find out if you're eating the right foods. But it's sort of like in the box still, kind of like a specialist. Like it wasn't like looking at the whole person. So I see you both as detectives and I I really think it's it's hard to figure that out for the consumer that's, you know, out there just trying to find help because, you know, everyone has, you know, I'm not trying to rip on all these coaches or these doctors that, you know, say, send me your, you know, DNA and I'm going to try to analyze things. There's There could possibly be good at anything, but what I find is you guys are really going beyond the the call of duty here and really helping people figure out what's going on, but then also empowering them with knowledge. That's kind of how I I saw things. So can you tell me a little bit about what is this natural mental health approach that you, you've talked about? Because I know you are all big on physical health and how that interacts, but tell me a little bit about what is natural mental health? Well, I think I like how you said, um, yeah, I, I really resonate with the detective part. And how you mentioned that we also empower people. Because I I always look at it as like, I feel like I am helping people become their own detective, right? Like, you know, and also 
you know, doing the detective work myself too, but then teaching them how to do it for themselves so that they can do it for the rest of their lives rather than relying on me for the rest of their lives or relying on someone else. Because I think we do have this like externalized model of care in, you know, the Western medical model where it's like the authority is outside of us. Um, and in some ways that is helpful. It is helpful to have guidance. I, you know, I'm a coach, obviously I think it's helpful to have guidance. I always have a coach and, um, being able to, uh, or having a coach that can help you to figure things out for yourself in the future is also, um, I think hugely, hugely important here. And so that's kind of also where that natural mental health, um, aspect comes in as well, because, it is, you know, we want to be able to, um, kind of, yeah, take care of, take care of ourselves. A lot of times I say that I help people with adulting, (laughs) um, because it's like, you know, how do I do that? How do I, how do I live my life in a way that, um, I'm in, you know, I have autonomy over my life. I like how you said autonomy and taking back your authority, uh, the body keeps the score. I talk about this. I feel like every podcast, but it was such a inspirational text for me, but he, he talks about it as reclaiming agency, which is, I think so profoundly important, especially when it comes to trauma, which arguably is the root of almost everything that, that happens. And we actually did an interview with Paul where we talked about trauma a lot. So if you're interested in trauma, definitely check out that conversation. It's really good. And, you know, we define trauma as an adaptive response to an adversive event. And so something stressful happens, our nervous system has to adapt to that, and then it will respond in a myriad of ways. And one of the ways of healing from that is reclaiming agency. And reclaiming agency also includes or should include reclaiming agency from the institutions that told you that you didn't have agency to begin with. And I write about this in my book, uh, Panic Proof, where we have been told from a very young age that we don't know what the adults know or what the people in the white coats know. So I was told when to go to the bathroom, how to eat, what to do when I was sick. And then as an adult, I had to unlearn a lot of that, which, you know, in another podcast, I tell you about my story, but having to unlearn learning from others, the solutions to my problems. I had to unlearn leaning on the authority, but rather reclaim my sense of personal power over my trauma, my sense of personal power over my health. And that's true natural mental health. That's truly going back to the original source, which is your sense of personal agency and personal power. So I love that you said that, Hadley. And I feel like that's one of the missions behind us doing the Ayurvedic course and behind the Holistic Wellness Collective is that We want to teach you how to become your own mental health expert, how to become your own total health expert so that you don't have to keep going back into the system to get solutions from them, but you can create solutions for yourself. That's really great. I think that is huge to be able to empower people because I do think that, you know, just like any other system. It's a massive system. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's a giant system. And it's dependent on a number of financial factors, economic factors, 
It's dependent on who is running the different systems within the system, whether where they went to school, what their personal viewpoints are, how they interpreted the information. It's a very complex situation. So every system you go into, every medical system you go into is different, right? For instance, I find that I've been lucky sometimes finding a really great doctor. And other times I've been very unlucky and had really terrible doctors and awful experiences at a dentist and awful experiences at a chiropractor and, and different things like that. So that's the trouble is that I think, you know, we, we want to trust the system and who's there, but it all really comes down to how is that person applying the information and how are they living, you know, their life. Um, and that takes some adjusting because I think we are told, you know, to respect doctors and respect the medical professionals. And, and then I think people, when they fall out of that, oftentimes they just reject the whole system. They're like, oh, screw the system. I'm just going to go on to online blogs and find out what thing to drink to take care of my diabetes. And then that's the opposite. Then they get labeled and then they're doing possibly more harm than good. So it's like, how do we not have an adolescent response to when we get, you know, I would say a bad medical experience or a bad coach for instance or a bad th or a therapist not bad but just like didn't meet our needs couldn't meet us where they at maybe had personal issues they're getting in the way of care how do we come out of that and not just go i'm done with it all i'm only doing alternative things and it's cool like i know you you both do really cool alternative things but you always do them within the spectrum and they are called alternative just because they're maybe not recommended by your regular pcp every day mm -hmm. because they're not educated in that and so, right. you know, you do it within the spectrum of care, which I've, which I've seen and heard on the podcast, which is always test, always look at the bigger picture and then consider these options, which is an adult way of looking at it uh, versus, yeah. and I've seen on both sides, I see it on the medical, the uh, apparently mainstream medical way where they pound things and say, we're the only ones who have the answers. This is the answer. This is what we've seen. And they're not open to other ideas, Right. And then I've seen on the alternative side, I wouldn't really call it that. I call it, you know, whatever you want to call it, just something on the opposite, opposing that saying everything you guys are doing is wrong. It's all barbaric. It's all awful. And we're not taking any of your immunizations or whatever it is. And I think that that is a problem with both sides. And there's okay. no balance there. You're either on one side or the other. Um you know, and I, I talk about this, I've said this before, I have a naturopathic doctor that I see, and I also have a medical doctor that I see, and I see them for different purposes. To be fair, my medical doctor, I'm using my insurance, and she's making sure I'm not acutely dying. And my naturopathic doctor, I go for pretty much everything else, because I want to know how to live, I want to know um, more detail about what's going on. And my medical doctor certainly doesn't have time for that. She's not going to instruct me on eating certain foods versus other ones, unless I'm deathly allergic to shrimp. You know, that she's, she's concerned about that. And I, I like her for that, but we have to be able to see that we do live in a, a divided, um, reactive society where it is hard to have balance and it is hard to have natural mental health because natural mental health is not making millions of dollars. Okay. Quick fixes are what Americans buy. You know, remember you ever, when you were a kid, you ever watched those commercials late at night? I was like, if you really want this really good pillow for your big uh, right foot, call 1-800-273-whatever and only 1995. Well, guess what? That horror show is now every social media app. All of those 800 ads have turned into really slick marketing campaigns that are like, if you want to feel better in every single way, order this $50 a month weird drink that's not <laughs> 
white coffee that's not quite athletic greens, that's not quite mud, that's not quite coffee, and you drink it, you'll feel amazing. And you know what? You probably will feel pretty good, but is that going to fix everything? No, that's called a quick fix. We have to be adult about this. So that's my little um, diatribe about why I admire what you both are doing, um, because I don't feel like you're in a, you know, some sort of like subset of a, uh, a dogmatic practice here. So, um, and I like, you know, your, your, your podcasts go all over the place. It's everything from like neuroscience to like talking about like social trends. So like, tell me <laughs> a little bit more about like, I've talked about why you're different because I heard you and I invited you on here, but like, tell me why, you know, why is it important to use neuroscience? What is this mind body connection stuff? Like wh- and why, and how are you applying it to clients and, uh, in your programs? Yeah, I I think it's so um, important to bring in, I I mean, especially in the past couple of years, we've just seen so much of just, you know, just so much division in in a lot of different areas, right? Um, And so I think in our podcast, we've been trying to bring in a lot of nuance and nuanced conversations. And like, you know, we don't have to be, um, you know, tribalistic about, you know, we're over here, you're over here, us versus them. Um, that goes with, you know, holistic medicine and allopathic, right. Um, medicine and, and all of that. And so, yeah, I'm really glad you, you brought that up because, um, I think it's refreshing (laughs) to hear, like whenever I hear like perspectives on that, I think it's really, really uh, refreshing. Um, so yeah. So to speak to kind of uh, the neuroscience and bringing in neuroscience in, into this like natural mental health. Um, we are really, really passionate about bringing in the, the mind body, uh, connection. And so, you know, we were, we were just talking about on the podcast that we interviewed Paul, we were talking about how the, how neuroscience is, what was the term? It was neuroscience. Oh, neuroscience informed therapy. That was what I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I loved that. That was awesome. Um, and so I, I believe that, um, you know, psychology and neuroscience and all the things like neuroscience is also about the body, right? Like it is the literal physical structure (laughs) (laughs) of the brain and the, you know, the nervous system. Um, and so that's what we try to bring into everything. Um, and you know, I try to bring in the behavior, the behavior science piece to everything that I do and try to make it very, very tangible as well and bring in, okay, here are the habits. Here are the things that we actually need to do on a consistent day-to-day basis in order to achieve the mental health, um, you know, uh, things that we want to achieve essentially. And so we talk about that a lot. <laughs> yeah. I see I that. I also well- like, Oh, I was just going to add to what Hadley said. I also like how you will teach us about Ayurvedic philosophy. And then we're always having conversations about how science is finally catching up with what yes. practitioners have known for 2000 years. So it's kind of a really neat marriage of the art and science. Well, that's a good way to put it, a unique merit of the art and science. Um, yeah, I, I think so, because I, I love to also how you were talking about like the actual structure of the body, like 
this is something I've been trying to explain to people for a long time because we all went through elementary school and high school back, I think, before the science caught up. And to be quite honest, I really don't even know if they've updated it because they certainly haven't updated most graduate schools. I think only recently they've been updating graduate schools. So I'm pretty sure they haven't really ele- uh, updated the elementary and middle school and high school sciences yet. But um, and we, we do hear about this, but it's like your nervous system, your brain is extending throughout your body. Your nervous system is your brain. It is doing things on all organ functions. I mean, it's 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 constantly doing stuff behind the scenes that we don't even or we're not conscious of. So we talked about that in the trauma podcast where I was interviewed on your podcast about you know how it's it's literally your whole bodily structure. But then you both have taken it further, saying, okay, well, it's not just influencing behavior and worldview and mood, which is more in the psychology realm. But you're talking about it might be influencing organ. Uh, function. It may be influencing thyroid. It may be influencing hormones. It may be influencing sleep patterns, which then influence this, which then influence that. I think you were talking to me at one point about how um, when one thing's out of balance, it pulls other things with it, sort of like the spider web. So if I touch the side of a spider web and I'm like messing with this poor spider's web, the whole web is moving, right? Even though I'm only touching one of the, the, the strands, okay? And so that's kind of what I see um, from, from what you both are doing. And I, I don't really know what field you would call this. I think that's probably why your podcast has like a long name. Cause you're like trying to, you're trying to go like, it's not just one field. We're not just like natural hippies over here having a podcast. Like we're a doctor, you, uh, uh Nicole, uh, Dr. Kane is a doctor and also has a master's in psychology. And Hadley, I know you have a, uh, don't you have a master's in master's in public health? Yeah, Public health. That's right. And I'll put that in the show notes as well. So like, you both know what you're talking about, but it's also fun because then you you weave in these sort of ancient things as well. So I guess as a consumer, you know, I love giving resources out in this podcast. I mean, half of my podcasts are just like, here's this book, here's this resource. And like, we talk about them with examples, but it's almost like with your stuff, it's almost like you got to see it to believe it. So like, where is something... What is something that maybe a couple things that people can start with if they're trying to get interested in like holistic health and natural mental health, like where from, from what your offerings are, can you tell me some, some of what you've got? Well, a good project to take a peek at first, because it's the brainchild of both Hadley and I is the Ayurveda stuff. And so what's really fun is there's a quiz where you can learn about what state of imbalance you might be in, which is what dosha predominates for you. And it's neat because Hadley really, as she was kind of the brainchild behind this and putting it all together, incorporated success and future goals and longevity of like what sets your soul on fire into it. And it's not just body-based, which a lot of those dosha quizzes are. And then as you're looking at it, you might find like, oh, that matches up with this that my doctor said, or, ooh, that makes sense why my labs might be doing this. And then you can actually go in and there's a whole course where we teach on it. And it's really fun because she and I are just like jamming back and forth. So that's like one place that I would for sure start where you can learn more about like how we're merging some of these things together. Um, another place to start is check out our podcast too. So if if you're kind of wanting to get a feel for our unique flavor of excitement, then, you know, check out the Holistic Inner Balance podcast. There's tons of free stuff on there. Great, great. And I know um, I'm going to put all of your web stuff in the show notes. But I know that 
Dr. Nic- Nicole, you also had this uh, eight types of anxiety quiz I thought was kind of cool too. So I kind of want people to take your, I want to take the Ayurveda quiz, check out that course and also the eight types of anxiety because I had never, I went to grad school, I didn't hear about the eight types of anxiety and I thought that was pretty, pretty cool because you were bringing in uh, physiological stuff as well, not just psychological. So yeah. Yeah. The eight types of anxiety is showing us how the systems, the holistic system, head to toe, how it can express data that you're out of balance. And so some people, when they're feeling anxious, their stomach gets upset. Other people, they feel like their face is going numb. And so the quiz will help you figure out what type of anxiety that you're dealing with. So it helps you zero in on strategies that will get you results faster and that are more likely to target that core unmet need that your body is telling you about. Yeah. So you could find both of those quizzes. Um, the There's a link in my bio on Instagram. Hadley has her Instagram, which will be in your show notes too. There's links in her bio. Also our websites. You can find both of them easily at the website. Excellent. And then I guess... Yeah. And I just want to say, oh, yeah, Dr. Kane, her... Yeah. Her stuff is incredible, you guys. Like she has a, if you have a question about anything, she probably has a blog for it or a video (laughs) of some sort. So please check out her website. Like I have learned so much from working with her. So, um, it really is just a wealth of so much information. Please check it out. Awesome. Yeah, that's very cool. And, um, I guess my last thing is that it sounds like you're both taking consulting clients. Is that true? Hadley, you are, right? Yeah, so I'm uh I do a group program, but I also have the um option to add on one-on-one one-on-one calls as well. Um I only do one-on-ones with people who are also in my group program just because I think it is so important to be in a community. Um and so yeah, so if you want to check out my program, um, it's called happy, healthy habits. It's all, it's all the habits of Ayurveda and, um, the behavior change science that helps you actually implement them. Awesome. I see people on a limited basis. So it has to be more of a direct personal referral so that I can give attention to my existing caseload. But I do uh, have some openings in the holistic wellness collective, which is super inexpensive. It's, it's, quite affordable. It's like less than a cup of coffee a day. And so that's where people can get the most support from me and my team. Excellent. Excellent. So it sounds like uh, you both are taking people in two different ways and people can check that out on your websites. Yep. All right. Uh, Look forward to talking to you both next time. So thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Thank you. My pleasure. Take care. And there you have it. This has been another episode of the Intentional Clinician Podcast with Paul Kraus. If you're enjoying the show, please share with people you know. I would surely appreciate it. If you'd like to, please give us a rating on iTunes. It really helps get out the word about this podcast. If you are looking for an EMDR, International Association Consultant, I can now provide 20 hours needed to become EMDR International Association certified as I am an EMDRIA consultant. I have groups and I have individual sessions, both online and in person. You can check out details by going to my website, counselingsupervisorgr.com or healthforlifegr.com and send me a message. 
If you are in need of counseling, do not hesitate to make an appointment with a local counselor in your area. You can also make an appointment with the excellent clinicians in the Grand Rapids area at Health for Life Counseling and the Trauma-Informed Counseling Center of Grand Rapids by visiting www.healthforlifegr.com. The recording you just listened to consists of the personal opinions of Paul Krauss and his guest. And while these are based upon literature they have read and their experience and the fields they are in, these should not be viewed as the definitive opinion on any subject. Listening to this podcast is not a substitute for treatment. If you are in a crisis, please dial 911 or the National Suicide Prevention Line at 1-800-273-8255, or you can just dial 988. Did you know that you could support your local bookstore by shopping at www.bookshop.org? You can order books from the comfort of your own home while supporting local brick-and-mortar businesses near you. Michigan Mental Health Counselors Association and other counseling associations are very important to keep quality counseling and therapy services available in the United States. It helps increase education, promotes best practices, and works on legislation to make sure that counselors and therapists can have a living while they're working and helping our communities. So if you're not involved, please join your local association or the National Association's American Counseling Association, Arizona Counselors Association, Michigan Mental Health Counselors Association as an example. If you want to get trained in EMDR therapy, I recommend EMDR Training Solutions. I'll have a link in the show notes. You can use the code INTENTIONAL at checkout and get $100 off your first training. Until next time, I'm wishing you all a safe and peaceful week.